0: Career competition is fierce. If you're a director, a VP, or an executive, this podcast is for you. This is the Executive Career Upgrades Podcast. And this is your host, Tim Madden.
1: All right, welcome to episode 73. Wow, it's crazy how life works. Because I know a lot of people who watch this have been in business for a long time, right? And it's so easy to be like, man, we're on episode 73. Can you believe we've been doing this a little bit, right? Just, just a little bit. So hey, welcome to the Executive Career Upgrades podcast. I am Tim Madden. And this is the beautiful Christina Madden. And hey, we help those targeting six figures or multiple six figures have massive breakthroughs in their careers. Hey, we go live each week inside the Executive Career Network, the fastest and largest Um, career network on Facebook. Check us out. 10,000 members. If you're watching in the ECN, say hi in the chat. And we also stream to our friends over on LinkedIn and YouTube. We see you, we are managing the comments, or you might be listening to this recorded, right? On iTunes or Spotify. We appreciate the, the viewers who tune in each week. 72 countries, Christina. We appreciate you all. Hey, do us a favor. Like always, if you get anything good, anything great from this podcast today hey share it with a friend share it from with a coworker with a colleague it could be just what they need right to start down their steps their road of having a massive career transformation before we get started today
0: hey hey, hey, hey. we have to shout out the ladies in the house today oh, it is yeah. international women's day and today we just wanna give a special shout out to all of the incredible women that work inside of our organization and also the executive professionals that we have the absolute privilege of supporting daily. You know, every day I'm just, we have actually a post over in the ECN and just every day I'm just in awe of, of women and you know, their power. And as an executive career advising company, we're just really so, you know so proud to support and empower women on their professional journeys. We believe that women, you know, deserve every opportunity for growth. And, you know, there's just something special about women, right? We can just do it all. And I won't get the feminist in me, you know, just really rocking and rolling. But just happy International Women's Day. We hear you. We see you. We love you. And enjoy your day.
1: Excellent. Hey, as always, before we get into the topic today, hey, if you need help in your career, right? Right elevating it, accelerating it, go over to execupgrades.com backslash podcast, schedule a free career consult with us. Hey, before we get into the topic, one final thing. Hey, huge congrats. You know who you are. Guys, we have someone that we're working with right now that's building an offer, um, but she has so much in the pipeline right now at companies like Citi, JP Morgan Chase, Wells Fargo. So congrats to this individual who has been Following our processes and now is in the loop for multiple offers coming probably in the next two weeks, ranging from, you know, multiple six figures to multiple high six figures. So congrats. You know who you are. I know you you tune into the podcast. Excellent. Let's get started. Episode 73 from Good to Great, a roadmap for executive career advice. And I just want to start, Christina.
0: Career success.
1: Career success. Sorry. I just want to start because I was at a business conference three years ago, four years ago, when Christina gave me a conference to go with my best friend to Vegas. What a great wife, right? That was my, my Christmas present, right? Had an amazing time at this conference, but something really resonated and stuck with me, and it stuck with me for a long time. So right now, let me know if you're in your career, right? If things are going good, right? If things are going good, Okay. The message I'm trying to get to you today is, right, when things are going good, that's when you get help. So we're going to talk about some key areas, but when things are going good, that's when you get help so they can go great, okay? Of all the people I meet in business, whether they're corporate leadership, entrepreneurs, CEOs, et cetera, a common theme is when things are doing good, they get outside assistance to help things go great, okay? Okay. And that's what my mentor told me. And he says, Hey, let's be honest. Anybody can ask for help when they're beaten down, broken, can't see the light of day, don't know what to do next, absolutely all resources diminished. It's easy to ask for help then. Okay. But these smartest people in business today, whether they need help in their organization for marketing, sales, finance, or whatever, right when they notify, Right when they're notified in their brain, right? Like, I have a deficiency, whether it's my leadership skills, insert reason here, they immediately get help. Christina, any comments you want to add to that?
0: No, you covered that pretty good.
1: <laughs> well, let's start us off, Christina. I know we're approaching the end of QY now, or uh, Q1, sorry, end of Q1 in 2023, ladies and gentlemen, just a couple, you know. Just like I said, hey, we're going to blink and we're going to be wrapping up Q2. So, hey, if you're looking for a roadmap relative to your career, do you realize of all the people we talk to, of all the people we talk to, literally 99.9% of people do not have goals for their career, okay? They have like stuff they think about sometimes of like, hey, Christina, it'd be nice if, right? But they don't have, hey- This is my next logical career move. Three years later, this is my next logical career move. These are the steps and actions I'm gonna have to take to actually achieve it. So I know we talk about this a lot, but Christina, can you please walk us through the importance of goal setting for your career?
0: Yeah, you know, I, I find that this is obviously one of the biggest problems in corporate America. And in, you know, even if you're not unemployed. This is one of the biggest problems. Somewhere along the line in your journey, it's highly likely that you're going to completely forget that your happiness is tied up in all of this. Your happiness is tied up in your identity at work. Your happiness is is really your, complete, your total identity is tied up in your work. And we just forget that. We're allowed to be happy, we should be thriving and excited, and so we have to bring goals to the forefront of, of that conversation. And one of the biggest problems that I hear from people is like, I just don't know what makes me happy anymore, I don't know what to target next, I don't know where I'm going next, I don't even know myself anymore. I mean, you'd be really surprised, um, the, the things people are having you know, the the experiences people are having due to lack of goals. And so one of the first things that we talk about on this, you know, sort of roadmap to success is what does that look like? And it starts with mindset. Hey, Laura, we see you happy Women's Day um, or International Women's Day. So I always tell folks like, let's take it back to your core values. Let's take it back to your personal, professional and financial goals. You probably haven't had that conversation with yourself for a long time. And when you're looking at the organization that you're a part of or an organization that you're, you know, looking to pursue or consider, it's like, does the inner workings of that organization directly support my personal and professional financial goals? This corporate America is missing this mark completely. The people piece completely. People move businesses. Businesses don't move people. Right. I could talk about that for, for hours. So let me get back on track here. What do you want to achieve right now through the rest of the life of your career, personal, professional, and financial? And how can we make sure that that where you're working can, can support that? Otherwise, what ha- what goes to the wayside? Your happiness, then now you're impacting your home. That's why my favorite core value at ECU is social responsibility, because I've seen how the lack of setting goals, the lack of happiness in your career can directly impact your family and then the community. You guys hear me talk about this probably almost every podcast and I'll die on this hill. Like I'll never stop talking about this. And so set some freaking goals. Don't be, you know, don't make it too complicated, write it down. I want to travel this year. Okay, cool. I want to make $15,000 a month. Got it. I want to be on a team that makes me excited to get out of bed in the morning. Okay. Now we have three things in the PPF personal, professional, financial, you know, goal setting conversation. And then we can move forward a little bit. You might find where I'm at doesn't exactly fit that. And Hey, maybe I'm not targeting companies or going on interviews that sound even remotely close to supporting me on those ventures. So I'll stop ranting here, but we forget that we get to set our goals and that it doesn't have to be complicated. And that to be happy, we got to do that.
1: Here's the other thing as well. Nobody can do this for you. Here's what I mean. Like, Hey, do we have exercises here at ECU, which say, how do you want to grow, contribute experience? Do we have, you know, different things, different tax and strategies? Absolutely. But at the end of the day, no one can tell you what you want. No one can tell you where you should live. Everyone has different stuff, right? Let's be honest. All of you listening, some of you live at all places of America or all places around the globe. Why do you live there? Right. Why do we live in Florida? I make the joke all the time. You probably heard it, right? Warm weather, sunny beaches, no state taxes. So you have to determine what is important to you as you're setting these goals. Do you want to work 80 hours a week or do you only want to work 40? Do you want to be remote? Do you want to travel? Do you want to live somewhere cold? These are things that no one else can tell you, right? So you need to start to determine it, right? How can I get as specific as I can about where I want to go? Because each one's journey is different, so you have to really figure out what's important to, to you. Okay.
0: I want to pause there for one second, <laughs> listen. Some of the most successful people I know talk about this. Like one of a super hack to to success and happiness is to ask yourself, "Am I happy with where I'm living?" And obviously, living in Florida, I talk to people on vacation all the time, and they get to come here one week out of the year. And they're just like, man, my flight's on Tuesday. I can't believe I have to go over to wherever. And that's just one example because we tend to live – well, we obviously live in a touristy vacation spot. I'm not even saying you like Florida. Ask yourself, where do I want to live? Guys, it's going to be really hard to to be happy if you just hate where you live. And some people feel really tied to those spaces due to family and support systems. And I'm not saying totally ditch your family, but everybody deserves to be happy – this is one thing I want somebody to think about. You know, want people to think about. We have a long podcast here, of pointers to get to, but I wanted to stop here because it is so important, like absolutely vital. Where does your body feel healthiest? And where are you happiest?
1: Yeah. Number two, part of the roadmap, okay? Hey, you have to build a strong personal brand. What I tell our clients all the time is not enough people know you, not enough people know how great you are. Not enough people know about your accomplishments. Not enough people know you. And maybe you're not branding yourself effectively. How can people find you? Because we talk to, guys, hundreds of people per, per week, right? And they all say the the same thing. Hey, I, I wish someone would find me. I wish someone would find me. So are you being easily found? Because these same people that say, am I, you know, I want people to find me. They don't have a good personal brand, they're not writing about their domain. They're not writing about changes in the industry, how they've been successful. They're not highlighting their accomplish- accomplishments and achievements, and they don't look professional. And then they wonder why all their hopes and dreams like aren't coming true, right? So number two, you have to have a good personal brand. Okay, You have to look, if you're targeting a role in corporate America at the director above, hey, you need to look sharp. You need to look like a professional. So I would look at your profile and resume and say, do I look like a professional? Do I have a track record of success. Am I projecting that online? If you're not, how is anyone ever going to find you? That's where most people struggle too. like people can't find you. And the world is so busy. Right? If you're trying to get known on LinkedIn, and maybe you make a post on sales leadership, what you found to be successful. Remember, each time you do one thing on like LinkedIn, right? It's like throwing, if I made one post, I love what Grant Cardone says. Hey, it's like throwing a brick into the Grand Canyon. Okay. So remember, you have to build a strong personal brand. If you've never done that for yourself, hey, we can help you with that, right? Other organizations can help you with that. Get help somewhere, but you need to know if I'm targeting this, I need to present myself in this way and I need to get known. Extremely important. When we work with our clients, I know most of them are looking for in the career acceleration program, right? They're looking for their next role. But I always tell them, hey, we need to make sure this never happens again. We need to make sure if there's a recession, a riff, if there's layoffs, if there's this, that you already have alliances built where it's an easy transition for you. But what do most people do? They don't have a good personal brand. They don't put themselves out there. They don't network and collaborate with other successful people. So what happens when they get let go? It's like, oh my God, I'm in turmoil. Yeah, you are in turmoil because you haven't been preparing. You haven't been preparing your roadmap. Have contingency plans. Anything you wanna add here, Christina?
0: I'll make a little joke here. My, My marketing experts out there, guys, You probably are the worst at marketing and branding yourself. You have to think about that. What is my personal brand? And I don't say this to scare anybody, right? But we're seeing a drastic shift in the market where like this is a non-negotiable, okay? And the majority of our clients, they're, they're in their 50s and 60s. And maybe the last time they were in a job search was in the 80s and 90s. I don't know, but we are not in the 80s and 90s anymore, my friends. And while I'm not even a huge fan of technology, I had to have a conversation with myself to think, okay, how do I deploy technology basically in every area of my life? Because I'd be pretty crazy not to. What I mean by technology is existing on these, you know, various platforms, LinkedIn, obviously being the most fruitful in this um, job search scenario. But guys, it's just non-negotiable. And even some of the best companies struggle with branding. So I know how heavy this feels and how, you know, difficult it must sound like, what do you mean? And how do I build a personal brand, but get some help, figure out what you need to do to get started to do that. Um,
1: And that really leads us into number three is, Hey, you need more skills to go to a new place. You need to be a new you, not the you right now. Okay. If you're not where you want to be in your career, you don't have a plan for your career. Let's all agree that, Hey, we're not here right now. Okay. So here's where we're at. Here's where we're trying to go. What's missing inside? What skills do you not have? Like Christina, right? Is there some technological skills that might be able to make this easier for you? Is there some new leadership skills I need to make? Is there a new strategic way of thinking, decision-making, Opportunity, seeing stuff more clearly, how are you going to gain that knowledge? So many people sit in corporate America, do their job, and then say, I'm ready for my next position without really any type of further education, certs, courses, etc. How are you supposed to become a new you without new information? How are you supposed to become a better leader without having a strong set of leadership principles? Right. So many people's ready to move into these larger areas in all these very high income brackets with the skills they currently got. We know that's not going to work. So a part of your goal setting, we said in part one, should also be, hey, what skills do I need to to develop? Is it communication, decision making, technology, leadership, emotional intelligence? What is it for for you? Right. How are you going to develop these competencies
0: And if you are somebody that's listening and you're really scared, you know, about these shifts in the market and what you're hearing on the news and the market's so competitive and it's so crowded, you better get excited really freaking fast about building a personal brand. Because like Tim said, at the director VP executive level, you're all qualified on paper. Great, great. You know, everything you've done. You feel awesome about yourself. But If you can't convey that message to anybody else, it's almost useless. So I'm just, I'm just driving that home. We have to get excited about branding and, and you know, sort of out of your comfort zone on that.
1: Exactly. Because how are people going to hire you if they don't even know about you and don't even know, you know, what you can do, right? To potentially help, help, help their organization. Okay. We've talked about, you, you know, networking earlier, building strong relationships. So we're going to sidebar that for now. But every professional, right? We talked about this on a couple podcast episodes ago, but I want to bring it up. Navigating career transitions and setbacks, these are going to happen, ladies and gentlemen. They're going to happen. I don't care who you are. I don't care how successful you are. I don't care if you went to Harvard, Stanford. It doesn't matter. Everyone is going to have setbacks in their career. How are you going to navigate them? Okay. How are you navigating what's going on right now? So you for this
0: expect, one, expect setbacks. Everybody absolutely. should accept, expect it.
1: Yeah. We need powerful mentors in our life. If you don't have five to 10 people that you can call right now that are more successful than you, we ha- we are on an emergency red alert right now, an emergency red alert. Okay. So make sure you develop that network over time by listening to our prior podcast episodes and make sure you know how to manage these setbacks that are likely to come and then staying ahead of the curve, right? Stuff changes so often with digital, with the way, with remote. Look at the way the world shifted. Now, a lot of companies are advertising on social media. A lot of companies are remote. Like things change. We have artificial intelligence now. We got robots coming, right? How are you staying ahead of all these different things, right? It goes back to- On that
0: that note, really quick, before you move forward, we have a client. He's probably listening. I think he's one of my favorite- one of my favorite clients, my one of my biggest fans, you know, he's in IT and, uh, or in tech rather, uh, you know, so many achievements and and such a great personal brand and even still, you know, has a lot of mindset and fear around how am I going to keep up with, you know, keep up with this curve. Now, guys, we're not, <clears throat> while we have a lot of data and a lot of industry knowledge, keep in mind that we are not coaches that focus on helping you get better at your job necessarily, the, the, the skills that are you know, involved or job search experts and leadership and develop experts. However, my piece of advice to you is again, like Tim said, you better have a handful of people in your industry that are more successful than you, that you can go to and or a paid coach to help you stay on top of this information because it's happening rapidly. We were seeing like, again, major shifts, little <laughs> me, me, I always go on left field, right, Tim, but you have to think you have to be thinking about these things. Because you're going to want to be able to open these conversations and, uh, you know, in really high, you know, pressure interviews, how are you going to handle these curveballs around robots, artificial intelligence? I'm speaking to tech specifically, but how are you going to stay ahead of the curve?
1: The only way to do this is the importance of ongoing learning. You have to be a lifelong learner in all things. And that's one thing. That's one of the reasons why me and Christina have had success a lot. Man, we're working all day. We're learning things. Then we spend some family time and then it's really back down to learning again. We do this almost every night, whether, look, Christina's head's about to explode because we're talking about, hey, how can we get better at this? How can we get better at this? How can we get better at this? Hey, what are questions that we don't even know we should be asking, right? Mm-hmm. And then we find research, we get mentors, or we find books. So really our lifelong learning, it's like a daily thing. And if you want to be successful in the corporate world, you have heard a million times before the average CEO reads five books a month. Why do you think that is? Why do you think he's at those levels? He's continually sharpening his blade every day right? with mindset, sales strategies, marketing strategies, finance strategies, changing trends in the market. I know you're probably getting overwhelmed right now. I'm sorry. Maybe that should go into your goal setting because if you want to reach these high ranks of corporate leadership, hey, you have to be sharp. And there's no way to get there without the information.
0: And it's that edge and that sharpness that's going to create confidence. So all of that learning, and I'm going through, you know, uh, yeah, uh, definitely a big growth spurt with myself and our organization right now and it's like ding, my eyes open up and I'm ready to fly out of the bed and I'm thinking about a million things and how I can get really good at at helping the people that are in front of me that I can impact today and again like Tim said we go through that all day long family time and then it's back to it it's almost it's become an addiction because I know that all of my confidence and all of my success relies on that version of myself and I know that this is sounding probably a bit intense overwhelming but your success relies on that version of yourself um one of our employees is probably listening and oh my gosh she even just blows me away she messaged me this morning i was at yoga last night and she's up at 4 30 this morning and she's already got her plan for the day she sent me all of her goals and you know our top sales reps are sending me their goal it's the same thing for everybody when you're part of a really high performing team This is this is what people are doing. This is what they're thinking about. But when you're unhappy or underemployed, um, I think we had a marketing expert pipe in here also and say, "Hey, like you're right. I'm the worst at marketing myself. I can market almost anything." But again, I'll end it. I'll just end it with this: Your success depends on the the best version of yourself, and it's a practice every single day. And awesome, John. So, So John here. So he was downsized and. You know, was was grateful that he had a network that he had on LinkedIn where he could reach in and get some support and referrals. That's great. That creates confidence and a little bit more ease in, in everyday life. We don't want people to be powerless every time there's a setback. Come on, guys. We're the leaders of America. We can't be feeling powerless every time we have to take a hit. Who can we go to? We're just repeating ourselves because Tim and I, again, we could talk about it all day long.
1: Well, and the last one too, we'll kind of transition into This balancing, right? Hey, you put a lot of stuff on your plate and you got to balance it. Here's how we balance it. Guys, we are live, and, no die by, we no are live and die by our calendars, live and die by our calendars. <laughs> there, there's no way. There is no way you can do stuff without being tight with your time. That's it. You have to get up at a certain time, do certain things at a certain. There is no way, right, that you can be successful as a corporate leader, as a husband, as a spouse, as insert all the things you have to do every day by winging it. There is absolutely no way. Now, most people are really good about managing, Christina, their work time. You know, they're like, hey, I'm at work at this time. I have these meetings and I have this to do great. But you know what's crazy? They don't manage their time outside of that. They just kind of go home, fumble around. Do stuff in the morning without anything really being planned, right? Like there's a lot more to your life than just a calendar at work. What about the calendar of your life? What about the calendar of moving yourself forward? What about the calendar of making sure you're relaxed, right? Most people don't take that into consideration. So that's extremely important as well. If you want to be successful, how can you not, you know, plan your day around things that I need to do outside of work? Because I just want to end with this too. I typically say, hey, you have typically eight hours to sleep, eight hours to work, and that last eight hours is really going to determine the quality of your life. And what do we have to do during that time? Family, other activities, right? But what are you going to do with your only eight hours of the day? Because you're, you're sleeping for eight, and you're at work eight. What are you doing with that last eight hours?
0: I think this man is lying to you with this word balance. I pretty much trash the word balance, guys. This work-life balance thing. I think it's a, I think it's a, a matter of designing your life and then doing what Tim's saying, managing your time around
1: managing it. Your time, yeah.
0: this thing that, that this buzzword of work-life balance and, you know, you, this hustle culture thing that people are talking about, like just trash that and reverse engineer everything from your personal, professional, financial goals, your time management, and just make sure every action you're taking is aligned with your goals. So when Tim talks about the family aspect of this with our son, we, like yesterday, for example, for your parents out there, we noticed some things just Give you an example, he's a tent like attention seeking. All toddlers do this, right? So, we did a whole bunch of research. What does, what does that mean, and what can we do to, to help that, like data wise? And so, we busted out some very specific activities and got him really engaged. We had specific meal time, so everything is just so intentional. And if that isn't what you're doing with even your free time and family time, you're still going to find yourself drifting outside of this, you know outside of these goals that you have and before you know it you're not accomplishing anything that even makes you happy within the life that you're looking to design i'm not saying you have to be hustling to make a certain amount of money i'm not saying any of that you have to decide what it is you want but everything after that has to be perfectly aligned with it i do not think that balance works I failed at everything. Had no goals accomplished for a good of five or six years because I had myself fooled into thinking I could balance it. And that I means that word means you know something different okay. to everybody. But intentionality and time management is key here in what we're talking about.
1: Yep, absolutely. Manage your time effectively. And here's another thing: it looks different for everybody. Okay, everyone has different schedules, right? The common trend I'm seeing by Dr. Ford and John and Rita, thank you for for commenting on our live, is hey, continual learning. Okay, LinkedIn has a good platform for LinkedIn learning. There's a bunch of great videos there. There's courses out there. there. There's phenomenal books. Hey, the best thing I've ever done is read the international bestsellers. When I was getting into leadership or sales or different things, hey, international bestseller on what's my problem? International bestseller on managing time. Hey, there'll be five books for you there that have already been read and already proven by millions of people, right? That this was a good read. Hey, start there. So let's kind of recap as we wrap up, Chris. Hang on, I have
0: have one more. Boundaries, 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 boundaries. Again, this is a buzzword, but you have to determine what does that look like for you. Yesterday, I was listening to Ryan Stumman talk about, "Hey, I used to be a guy who wants to." just pick up my phone and I'll just talk with you. Just call me and pick up my phone. But as he got busier and busier and busier and then older with less energy in the tank, but still has these major goals and that time management, you know, has to be so tight. He's like, I'm not probably going to pick up the phone. This person is probably going to take me away from the mission I had at hand and and get me into a topic of their life. Like hopefully it's not one of our family members that want to take us into drama. And I'm not talking about my Not talking about all you lovely family members of mine out there. I just mean you have to be careful about distractions. So boundaries are important. So when you want to make a phone call with somebody cool, but just set aside some time for that and just understand it could be a distraction from from that mission at hand. We're going hardcore here in terms of how to manage your day. But I'm telling you guys, even if you just take one thing that sounded good and do it, that little thing that just hit home for you, like, you're right. I shouldn't be answering my phone this many times during the day. Well, freaking stop it. And that's what I'm going to leave you with.
1: <laughs> little stuff over time adds up to be a lot, ladies and gentlemen. So, Hey, recapping for today, right? Just to really remember when things are going well, Always get help so things can go great. So you can continually be moving forward, right? So we talked about, you know, get help when things are going good, not when things, you know, don't wait till it's too late, right? Um, The importance of setting goals. Hey, the importance of getting known, the importance of developing the skills that you know you need, right? And really mapping out, how am I going to do this? Okay. How am I going to, you know, navigate some of these tough times in my career that are likely still ahead of me? How am I going to build a strong network? How am I going to continually learn? How am I going to manage my time effectively? Good luck, ladies and gentlemen. (laughs) If you need help in any of these areas, hey, go on over to execupgrades.com backslash podcast. Until then, have a great day.